and welcome to the Balance Chaos Podcast. In this episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast, we're going to be talking about the chakras, specifically the root chakra this week. So basically, we're starting a series. Yay! <laughs> Get excited. So we're going to be going through each chakra and what it is, where where it is, what it houses, how it affects your body, your mind, your spirit. Yeah, and things that you can do to unblock or... To stay in balance. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so root chakra is our starting point. It's our base chakra, so it's at the base of the spine or in the front low belly pelvis yeah genital region <laughs> i think actually even before we go deep into them should we tell just in case people don't know what chakras are oh that's should great we break yeah. that down Ooh. i forget we talk about this all day and forget that it's not a common <laughs> we, thing yeah we actually were just talking about that how we talk about some things and we think everybody knows about them and you might be like what in the heck are chakras so yeah so a chakra <laughs> So um, a common definition you hear is wheel of life. So a chakra is an energy center. We're all made up of energy. They are the main points where energy meets. So think of like the freeway entrance of energy. Yeah. So if you, I always tell people, if you've seen, I don't know, maybe not everybody sees this either, but if you're on Pinterest or something or Instagram and you see this person sitting down and like a rainbow of color going up them, that's like a visual representation of the chakras. Yes. So they're in the midline of the body. Yes. Um, and they are spinning wheels of energy. Um, we also have meridian lines in the body, which are used in acupuncture. Those would be like the side streets of energy. There's a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> and there's more than seven chakras Two, there's just seven main chakras. Yes. So that's what we're going to cover in this series, this seven-week series. The seven-week series of chakras. Yes. So just recap, chakra is an energy center. Your energy can either be leaking, blocked, or balanced. The goal is to have them balanced for optimal health, wellness, and overall just well-being. Yeah. So when you go to an energy healer or... Um, maybe you can even feel this on yourself. Some people can if you tune in. Um we will feel your energy centers and see what's happening with them. So that's one of the ways that we work with them. Yeah. No, it's a great thing. <laughs> I love it. I love energy work. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to start at the root and we'll move, move up. up, moving on up from In there. the next seven weeks. So today, this episode is specifically about the root. If you're not interested in the root, skip this one. Just kidding. Root's very important. <laughs> Don't skip this one. <laughs> Never skip your root. <laughs> So, yes, root is at the base of the spine or, you know, the front pelvis in that area. Yeah. It houses. Well, it, the color's red. Yes. So, also the chakras go in the color of the rainbow. Yes. So, if we're starting... Roy G. Biff. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the abbreviation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really like color. <laughs> yes. So, we are on red today. <laughs> In case you never knew what they stood for, you'll find out by the end of this, that Roy G. Biff. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so it's red. Yes. And um, it houses your sense of safety and security. Also, um, your relationship with your finances. Yes. Um, Home life, work life. Any values you get from your like tribe, culture, community, or parents that you hold on to, whether they mean to give them to you or not. They're there. Yeah. So basically right now as a society, as the world, probably, yeah. we're all kind of 
2020 gave the world a root chakra issue. (laughs) Root chakra is blocked AF in the world. (laughs) So if you're like, I don't know what that feels like, think back to this past year. You've been off balance in your root for sure because our whole sense of safety, security, knowing what's happening has been like, hey, nobody knows anything. Even if you thought you did, now you realize that you don't. Right. (laughs) Um, And root is really fundamental for children, actually. Like when you're building those first, like formative years, so ages one through seven, Mm -hmm. your root is really stabilizing. So if you grew up in a chaotic household between one and seven and you don't even remember, it could be affecting your root chakra to this day. Yeah, which is really important to know and also very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it gives you some freedom to know that you can have some of these energy issues from childhood and being able to look back at what happened and kind of um, unravel or fix. So that's why a lot of first time clients will come in and I talk about childhood trauma Yes, and they're like, I don't have any. And it's like, well, I mean, even if your parents just moved a lot, but they weren't trying to hurt you, that could be stored in the root chakra as, you know, unstable instability. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something terrible, Tragic. tragic. It can just be you know, plans getting changed all the time on you and you didn't feel like you had that predictability that you craved. You referenced once that your mom was always late. Yes. That would give you major root shock. Kristen is a walking root shocker. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. So many things. But because her mom was late, that stored in her root. Yes. And caused problems. And I'm also quite sure that I'm giving my kids root (laughs) chakra issues on the daily. Yes. And don't, if you notice anything we say in here and you're like, oh no, I'm probably doing that to my kid. Let go of the guilt. I mean, we all are going to have lessons to learn go through there's no perfect parenting yeah and energy is so movable that you can have an energy block now move it solve it so like it's never going to be perfect or or blocked forever you're not doing anything fundamentally yeah everything is temporary and you know sometimes we're just our kids came here to get lessons and we're giving them to them yes (laughs) no it's true exactly that um so some common ways to tell if your root chakra is off would be if you are... So let's go just leaking. Let's break it down. So if you have a leaking root chakra, I'm sure we all know someone who is very anxious, controlling, type A, but type A to a fault, to where like perfectionism doesn't allow them to get a lot done. Yeah, like where you're constantly kind of like overthinking, overdoing, because you're trying to make everything just right. Yes. Um, Worrisome. People pleasing, but because you're worried about judgment. Like so worried about judgment that you put everybody's needs before yours, and you're also very judgy. Because you have the fear of being judged. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. So if you are somebody who's, um, you're doing things to help others, quote unquote, but you're actually not, you're doing things to make yourself feel better because you want to look a certain way. Yes. Even if it doesn't feel good anymore. Yeah. You're like, this doesn't feel good, but I have to do it because (laughs) I want to appear a certain way and this is the right thing. And that goes back to society a lot and like your tribe so we don't grow up with a tribe but we grow up with a american culture if you're here or if you're in a different country you're growing up with a different culture and a lot of that is really deep rooted inside and you'll do things even though they don't feel right because right yeah it's like oh i cook a four course family dinner every single night because that's what we do in this tribe or like in this tribe the women don't ask for help yeah right yes Which is like I mean, they say it takes a village to raise a family, but we have in our society kind of gone away from using the village. Yeah, it's that's a really interesting one to me. I feel like we're getting a little more back to it. Like you see people reaching out for help and one of the 
I guess, positives of social media is like people do say like, help me, how do you do this? Or they're sharing their tips and tricks. But for a long time, I think especially like our parents, yeah. they were like, we got it. We're together. We're fine. Everything's <laughs> good. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they are that generation. They are. Well, because the boomers had to take care of not only their children, but their parents, plus work full time. Both parents were expected, like for their generation more so, mm-hmm. to get a good job and Yeah, and like follow the... I don't know, follow the path that was kind of given to them because they watched their, or their parents went through like Great Depression and this. And so anyway, if you look back, you can really like see the progression of things and how they shift and change, which is another good point of how energy is always moving. So it's true. Nobody's messed up forever. Well, (laughs) and that we're a collective. I mean, collectively, Mm -hmm. most people had a set expectation of how to live, how to raise your family and what to do. And so like you see that it's not... Just you. We're not alone. We're not no. singular. Like, a whole culture and community is based off of collective energy. Yeah. And, like, how we're all expected to be. Yeah. So that's all root chakra. Um, a blocked root chakra would be somebody who's a workaholic, maybe boastful, jealous, though, of other people who... <laughs> who the, Yeah, like, kind of that person that feels like they're better than other people, like... But it's to cover, honestly, it's it's covering up insecurity. A lot of the blocked root, or sorry, the, yeah, the blocked root chakras that I see are people who grew up in households where like their parents were very inconsistent. Mm. So they've learned to put themselves on the scale of achieving, but it's out of balance. So they're overachieving and they're doing a lot to prove their worth. Like, look, I'm worthy. My parents were consistent, but the world's going to show me respect because I'm demanding it because. I actually was just listening to this. um, She's like a child psychologist and it stuck out to me and it kind of sits here. Um, she was just talking about how when we're talking to our kids and we say, which I know I'm oldest child and like probably typical oldest, like I liked to achieve and I like to do things. And my parents would say kind things to me, like you're smart, you're this. But then I always felt like I had to be smart. And so instead of like telling your kids, oh, you're smart, you tell them like, oh, you got a good grade. How does, how do you feel about that? And I oh. just loved that because then it comes more in than putting that like achieving. Yeah. It's like they get to internalize the feeling rather than getting told it from the outside. Yeah. And then feeling like as an adult that you have to always be achieving in order to be you. Yeah, it's true. A blocked root chakra too would signify somebody who's like comparing a lot. I got this. You're not doing as much as me, so you must not be doing as well. Yes. And achievements aren't necessarily measured by money or what you have because somebody may not have a lot because they're a minimalist, but they feel great. Right. So that's why it's silly to judge it off of that, even though on the outside it looks like that's how we should judge it. Right, right. There's a lot of personality quirks or things like... That's what I would call them, I guess, that come from root chakra. Like when people are doing things to cover for something, like an insecurity, a lot of that is coming from either a leaking or blocked root chakra. Yeah. And I think most, I would say all people have some sort of insecurities and um, things. And if you haven't done a lot of, I don't know, soul searching on why these things are, you just kind of keep perpetuating the cycle Mm -hmm. yeah keep making it happen but also knowing this if you can think of somebody who's like this it gives you a little more empathy for them right it does they're they probably are not doing it on purpose and they're just trying to feel like themselves (laughs) when i because i used to get um honestly self-conscious around people who were like perfectionists or go 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 all the time and Mm -hmm. i'd be like huh 
maybe I'm just not motivated. Or maybe I'm... And I'm, <laughs> then I had to sit back and like, A, Brooke, stop comparing yourself. Right. B, instead of judging them, like, gosh, they never sit down. I would hate to live like that. Instead of like, okay, why are they like that? How is this helping them compensate for something that they feel like they're missing? Yes. Which has helped me connect with people better. Like, when I can feel that in them or a root chakra issue in a mm-hmm. client, like... To be honest, I can tell a client's anxious before ever meeting them. It's how early they show up for an appointment. Yeah. It's how many questions they ask before they get to the appointment. It's like if their texts are long or short or if they're apologizing in their texts. And I yeah. can already sense like, okay, we've got some root chakra stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, like, Within I the first minute and they walk in the room and they're like, where should I sit? Should I stand? Should I sit? I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it's because they're worried. I mean, maybe Just they had a childhood where if they did something wrong, they're immediately getting yelled at. So yeah. now they're always anticipating trying to please somebody and I'm like instantly I know your root chakra's out of alignment. Yeah. That's where we're starting. Yeah, because of course if you're anxious you're like what where are we going? Hyper What's alert. Hyper vigilant. Alert. That's a good word for it. Yeah, and I can think of when my root chakra's out, I can tell that I'm like that. Like I'm over worried, oh I'm over anticipating or overthinking about, oh, should I have said that? Was that the right thing to say? <laughs> like, and I literally go home and be like, okay, Brookie, sit down. We're going to balance your root. <laughs> totally. I had, was it last week or the week before? I don't know. But I had like a couple days where I was like, oh, my root chakra is off because I was totally like, is this okay? Should I do this? I don't know. Da-da-da. Like you just, that constant like questioning, which doesn't feel awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> Especially when you've awesome. felt it balanced. Once it gets knocked off, you're like, whoa, like, I don't want to live like this long No, it, like, really throws off my life. Your chi? (laughs) My chi is so off. Um, We should also look at, though, finances. Sorry, I just really skipped. (laughs) You don't want to talk about me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Kristen, stop making this about you. Um, This is not about you. This is about our listener. (laughs) Um, But finances are a huge one, and they are wrapped around root. So somebody that's constantly worried about money, um, doesn't feel, they, they get like uh, shopper's guilt? Yes, that's a huge one. Or like the... It's buyer's remorse. I don't, it's my first day I, talking. I like shopper's okay. guilt because, I mean, buyer's remorse is one thing of like, maybe there's something better out there, but I think shopper's guilt is like, I shouldn't have bought this. Oh, I'm not worried. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, I'm spending on myself. Like, I feel like buyer's remorse is like, oh, there's probably something better out there, which is probably also... Yeah, chakra or that comparison thing, but I feel like shoppers guilt should have its own category because thank you. So good job. So TM (laughs) trademark (laughs) shoppers guilt. Um, But that I feel like is that when you you buy something and you're like I I can't I don't have the money for this I can't do that. Or you think like if I buy this are my kids going to eat this week or should I have bought this or what if I'm going to want something else later and I won't have the money for it? That is root chakra that's a worry that there's not going to be enough and that can come from multiple places it can come from a childhood of lack or past lives living Mm -hmm. in lack like past life memories are held on the root um or even in your ancestry so if you did have a lot of people that were affected by the depression or a culture that is affected by poverty then a lot of times you'll see that hoarding mentality or that unsafe spending mentality passed down through generations yeah and that like goes physically in your DNA too. that kind of stuff they have now discovered it's not just us it's not just us (laughs) but that is why they say if you start doing healing work on some level you heal your family yeah you're healing future generations yes um but yeah the finances is huge and I think finances can also be tied up in that self-worth and that safety so I feel like that's of course why it goes here but a lot of people even if they are 
secure in their job and they're this, they're like still constantly checking their finances, worrying about if there's going to be enough or when they have enough, like something big is going to come along and take right. it away. So yeah. The, like saving for a rainy day, mm-hmm. but always thinking it's coming. <laughs> like that's waiting for the rain. Yeah. No. And that's a root chakra issue or feeling like you can't take days off or you'll be poor. Yeah. Like this is definitely, I like I, one of my root chakra issues was definitely here for a long time because my dad was a, I'm going to talk about myself again. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my dad was an accountant. So we always had to, and ran his own business, which, you know, you have to save all your receipts and do all this stuff. So he was like very, and I, he didn't mean it from a bad way, but he always was like, you spent money on this or you, did you bring me the receipts? Did you, so I, it was like a constant thing. So that as an adult, I'm like, oh, I spent this, Do I have, yeah. you know, and am it, I okay? It's something I really had to work on and still have to work on. I have a little bit of both. I'm going to talk about myself now mm. from childhood, but we hope by talking about ourselves that it helps you guys become aware of yourselves. Yeah. Um, my yeah. dad was a, a saver and probably like more of the financial breadwinner because my mom stayed home with us. And so he would save and worry about money, but my mom was the type that like, oh, that's not going to make or break me, which I'm grateful that she was like that because she kept a balance of like, we can shop and have fun with the money and spend it. Where my dad, I think if he was in control of everything, we would have never spent a dime because he was so worried about not having, even though he was making money. Yeah. It's so interesting. And I mean, I'm sure it goes back to their childhoods, Yeah, but my dad would also, he would also like spoil rotten when he could and he would be like it's only money so I was like wait is it only money or should I save things I don't know like money is scary but good well I found (laughs) that I've worked like with Grayson I don't want him to think that he can't have anything or that it's like he's not worthy of it yeah so what I I mean I will I don't just buy him everything but like if he wants something big I usually make the note of like okay that's something you asked for around your birthday or Christmas like in our family or, like, he always has the option of saving his money for it. But if yes. he wants to spend his money on something, I'm never like, no, don't buy that. It's, like, you want to spend dumb. your money on no. it? Like, <laughs> yeah. spend your money on it. And I don't ever want to make him feel guilty for wanting something. That's, I love that. I also try to have my kids, like, when we, if we go, um, go shopping for something, I'll, like, give them a certain amount and be like, look, you can pick anything in this amount because then I think they get to see what you know yeah. like within okay here's this you have this and you can get anything in this amount but yeah like it will it does make the world seem attainable yes because I feel like my parents were always well my mom <laughs> mom specifically was always very good at that like I could earn money for things that nothing felt unattainable which I think has helped me as an adult yes because I'm never like oh I can't have that or that's expensive Because yeah. that's a root chakra issue, and it takes away from manifesting and abundance and all of that. Which is so. If you're right. telling your kids, so stop this right now. Write <laughs> this down. If you're telling your kids things like money doesn't grow on trees, yeah, or I don't have money for that, or that's expensive, or we're poor, or anything like that, stop now. Yeah, because that's not true. That doesn't have to be their truth, and it doesn't have to be your truth. You need some work on it, but don't pass that down to them. Yeah, just becoming aware of the things that you talk about. About money, because what you're putting out, you're getting back. So if you are saying that to your kids, and that means you're talking about it like that to yourself, and yeah. just and money's not a bad thing either. No, I that's a huge one. That's a huge, I think, like a cultural one. Yeah, about like only, I don't know, money's the root of all evil. Yes, that one. Like, no, it's not. No, it's really not. It's just an exchange. Yes, and it's okay to have. It's okay yeah. to spend. You have yeah. money to spend, save, and invest. Yeah, money's energy. Just like we're energy, money's energy. So. 
Um, big root chakra thing because money <laughs> is really, really there. So then let's talk about, let's shift a little bit to okay. your body. Okay. If you have a root chakra issue, <laughs> I'm, I'm here to keep us on task. <laughs> I'm here to ramble. No, <laughs> She's like, I just want to get out of the house and talk. Um, so if you have a root chakra issue, there are places you will fill in your body because your body's always sending you subtle signals. Mm-hmm. So the body is really smart, and I think the more that we get to know our body, we've talked about this in the breathwork episode, in the yoga episode, like it's really important to get to know your body and the signals that it's telling you, and now we can relate them to each chakra, and you'll be like, oh my gosh, my body is giving me this signal. I must be having some sort of, because sometimes you don't even realize the things that you're subconsciously dealing with, and your body's just like, hey. Hey, we need to work on this root chakra thing. Let and you're this like, go. I feel great. It's fine that my knee's broken. The <laughs> <laughs> um, first one I like to start with, especially coming off from money talk, yeah. is low back. Oh, yeah. Because I think the, don't quote me on the percent, it's 80 something percent of Americans have low back pain. And 80% of Americans are in debt. So weird, huh? <laughs> so when we're worried about money, finances, or like numbers, like very number oriented, like how much is in my account? How much am I spending this week? And or thinking about a big purchase, usually it's going to lock up energy in your low back and you're going to get low back tightness, stiffness, pull your low back. So if you have low back pain, pay attention to how often you're thinking about numbers and finances. And if you're one of those people that has like a chronic low back where your back goes out, I challenge you to look back at the times that that happened and what was going on. With your yes. finances or what you were thinking about with your finances. Because I bet they coincide. They, yes. <laughs> and it's funny. I've had so many clients with that come in with low back issues. And I give them the mantra um, when they're worried about money. Money flows easily to me. Mm-hmm. And every time they laugh at me, they're like, that's going to fix my back. Like, you're like did yeah. I tell you how, I've had this chronic pain for 20 years and you're telling me to say that? And I'm like, just try it. <laughs> Literally, they'll come back in two weeks and every single one of them is like, okay, I realized how much I'm thinking about finances and money. How much I needed to say, like, I've ended up saying money flows easy to me 2,000 times in a day. And it actually does feel better when I'm not worried about it. Yeah, because when you're bringing that awareness to those thought patterns that you're having all the time, like, you don't notice until you bring that awareness in. And then you can shift the thought and create something else with it, which is magic. Yes. Magic. We're just Um, making magic over here. So we're going to move down from low back. We're just going to go in order, like moving down the body. But Mm -hmm. sciatica would be the next, sciatic nerve pain, which is also kind of like low back. Right. This goes more into belief systems. So a lot of people with sciatica tend to make rules or judgments for other people, but they don't live by those rules and they start to feel guilt or like a hypocrite for it. Yes. So So. like being like mom shouldn't, like if I were like mom should never yell at their kids, but then I yell at my kid and then I start thinking like, oh God. And instead of being like graceful with yourself, like, oh, I had a moment. You're like, I'm that mom. I can't believe I'm doing that. And overthinking about that. That's usually people who get sciatica. Yeah. Things like that. And again, these are always general. Not everybody is the exact same, but try to, try to relate it in your life. Like where it is. Like a lot of men who play golf get sciatica, mm-hmm. and my belief system is that they like believe they should work hard, but then they go out and play golf, play golf. and then they're like, wait, that was too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't talk enough about business on that golf trip. <laughs> so they tend to get it. Oh, that's, I like that one. Um, so then after, let's move to hips. Hips? Well, hips, I mean, hold so much stuff. They're holding so many of our emotions and are this. And if you think about like after um, birth, a lot of women, their hips kind of get out of place. I know mine definitely did. And your whole life just got rocked. So your root chakra is for sure off after that because 
you have a whole new life that you're taking care of and trying to deal with. So yeah. Yeah. Healing your identity. <laughs> all of that. Yes. From hips. Then let's go to like knees. Knees. And knees is like pride, pride, it's, ego. Yeah, that's exactly it. Pride, yeah. ego, but not ego like, oh, I'm so ego, kind of, but ego and like, I can't ask for help. Yes. I always run this business by myself. I'm not getting an assistant. Yeah. I, I love when I <laughs> say this one to people and they're like, well, no, I'm not, I'm not doing any of that. And then they like tell me one second later that they're, um, well, it's fine. Cause I always do that. And I always, and I'm like that, that's, that's exactly it. what that's I was exactly talking about. It. Like you always doing this or that and not shifting is part of the problem. <laughs> yes. My grandmother was notorious for this and RIP. I love her. She just passed away, but she had uh, bone on bone in both knees. And later in her life, she got one of her knees replaced and she, I would try to like reference this to her and she's like, no, no, but it was little things. It was like when she shouldn't be bending over, she would bend over to like clean up trash off the floor yeah. or, or like not use a walker when she needed it. And it's like, that is your pride right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. just ask me to get the piece of paper that's like, it's easy for me to bend and you won't <laughs> bend. Let me do. My dad was also, he had bone on bone. Like the doctor came out and was like, he must've been in so much pain. I was like, the man never was in pain, <laughs> but he was so, would not ask for help for anything. Yeah. It's just like, come on. Just yeah. ask for it's, So if you need me, please, please ask for help. <laughs> yes, start. We want to help you. We do. Um, and then we go to ankles. Ankles. Ankles generally have to do with the lack of joy. So somebody who like rolls their ankle a lot mm-hmm. has like a heavy to-do list, but none of it seems fun. And they have trouble finding the fun in life. Yeah. So if you're rolling your ankles a lot, think about what you like to do. Yeah. Or like stop making everything a task. Like, instead of, like, oh, I have to go check the mail. I get to check the mail. I order some yeah. stuff, and I get to pick it up. I was going to say, it's like that a lot of times if you have a big to-do list and um, it doesn't feel fun, it's because of the energy that you're attaching to it, and you're making everything, I have to, I have to, I get to, I'm fortunate to, I'm grateful that I get to clean my house, you know, like yeah. that, that kind of stuff. So Or that I have a house to clean. But that's when you shift, like, yeah, the, the ankle's getting bogged down like that you see a lot of athletes where the sport is no longer joyful for them start to get ankle injuries Mm -hmm. because it's like they're doing it for work or because now they feel like they have to to get their scholarship or whatever it is and they're no longer finding the fun in it yeah yeah i don't know i think that one's cool yeah it is (laughs) i can always tell um somebody that's had ankle injuries because they're a tight ass no i'm just kidding (laughs) You seem like a real bitch. I bet your ankles are so. <laughs> like you rolling your ankles a lot. Uh-huh. So just know that. <laughs> just sort of kidding. Um, feet. Yeah. Feet, and that's like fear of moving forward. Yeah. Like when you you know something needs to change. Usually, I feel like the the people who have these like they know. Like it's not like where you uh, think maybe something should change. Like you're like probably thinking about it a lot but never saying it out loud like I know I need to do this I know this needs to change then your feet hurt yes or they get injured or you're really scared of moving forward mm-hmm. like I can't make a change yeah. and you also see uh like people with bunions that severe curve mm-hmm. with the toes they're like severely people pleasing always doing what they should do versus what they feel like doing or what they want to do which also has to do with moving forward yeah like I want to live my life how I want to oh but no my mom was a stay-at-home mom so I have to be a stay-at-home mom yeah. Like that type of energy. Um, this is my favorite topic. <laughs> I'm having <laughs> so, so much fun. I'm really excited about this. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. Any of those ailments are going to be a root chakra 
Which, imbalance. Yeah. So if you're having any of those things, you need your root chakra balanced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we also talked about just in general, like feelings, like the feeling of anxiety. Oh yeah. Um, anxiety is a big one that our culture deals with. Yeah. Anxiety is a root chakra issue. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people are anxious and more anxious now than in the past. Yeah. And I think it's just... So anxiety is a signal from your soul that is disconnected from your body and you need to be grounded. We use the word grounded a lot, but that you need to come back in. So do things to reconnect with your body. Um, Yoga is great for this. Yes. So yoga and specifically any sort of like low to the ground pose. So if you're sitting in like a butterfly position, any sort of forward folds, really good to come come back in yeah all of the warrior poses too right because yes. like they stable yeah. in the anything legs. that's like at that low lunge really good so if you are somebody who who's anxious you should get on a yoga regimen <laughs> you really should i mean we say yes. that all the time but I, it's going to help a bring you back into the present moment b help you stop worrying as much yeah and also you get to know your body so when you start having those little feelings of anxiety creeping in then you know like oh i need to go ground myself by maybe going outside yeah going outside is a great way to bring more energy to the root chakra um any grounding meditation yes is going to be a good one so those are the ones that aren't really third eye based not a lot of breath we're not trying to make you see visions we're just trying to like connect you you back to your body and i will say i have a lot of clients very interested in like the higher chakra so they'll come in and be like i want to do third eye work or i want to know if i'm intuitive or or i want to know past life stuff and it's like girl or guy (laughs) Until we get through all your root chakra shit and what's going on right now, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. So it is important. It's like a fundamental foundation or base to have a balanced root chakra because usually if your root chakra is off, all of your other chakras are going to be affected by that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very important to get this one. And also if you, if you're super off in your root chakra and, and would tell you you can see things or do things that's probably just going to make you more anxious at this point it is that's why you need to like yeah no i have a lot of clients who are like i've been doing these third eye meditations for uh, six months and i am so anxious and i'm like no shit you got to do something (laughs) in the lower chakras to balance you you're about to float away uh there is a fine balance between the the chakra systems um so some other ways to balance your root chakra um very simple ways like because it is housed by the color red Wearing more red, surrounding yourself in red. Yeah, eating those root vegetables. Yeah, red fruits and vegetables and the rooted ones, yeah. the best. Some beet juice. Yes. Drink it up, <laughs> bring it in. People always look at me like I'm crazy when I recommend beets, but I'm like, no, seriously, they beets pull you in. Beets are delicious. I have a really great roasted beet recipe, so if you need it, you let me know. <laughs> um, there's also a time for this. A lot of people are shocked when I say, but I believe everybody's body, you need to listen to your body, as a healer. There are a subset of people who need red meat. Yeah. Um, and cow, especially if you're very anxious, a lot of times having the grounding red meat pulls you back in. And so a lot of people aren't meant to be vegetarians. Yeah. There are some people, yes. But I have some clients who try to be vegetarian and they're already anxious. They're already OCD or hypochondriac or any of those things. And then they try to be vegan too. And I'm like, oh my God, this like you're not, not giving yourself go. a fighting this chance. <laughs> so yeah. intermittent fasting is not for those of you... <laughs> Who have severe root chakra issues. Yeah. You have to balance your root before you can That's, I eliminate always, food. Yeah. I always tell everybody that the thing with food is we're all individual people and what works for some one person may not work for the other. 
I mean, if you're having health issues, yes, take a peek at your food, but also just take a peek at your life in general. Right. And usually if your life is crazy and you're probably eating a lot of processed food, that's the first place to go before you start. If you're going to be vegan and vegetarian and just eat processed things, that's not going to help you at all. Mm -mm. Well, that's a lot. Like, honestly, I get a lot of people who work all day or they're workaholics, Mm -hmm. never go in nature, um, don't eat breakfast and probably have three cups to a pot of coffee in the morning. <laughs> they're like, why am I anxious? <laughs> and then eat like a big meal at night and they're like, I don't know why I'm anxious. I don't know why I have no patience with my kids. And I'm like, I know exactly why. You just told me your lifestyle. A, go outside. Put a plant in your office. Get a window in your <laughs> yeah, office. Yeah. Be like, eat. You need to eat breakfast. You can't just fill up on coffee and never have any food to like ground you and pull you in. Yeah. I definitely w- went through times where I was working a lot and I would just eat like a bar or this or I wouldn't eat and... You feel terrible. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. There, There is nothing that will change your life more than being intentional about um, how much you sleep and what you're eating. Yeah. And those two things alone, if your root chakra is completely effed, will give you at least 50% of a balance. Yeah. Just those two things. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't need to stay, and I'm saying this because I'm also definitely guilty of it sometimes, but you don't need to stay up and watch an extra show. If you feel off in your life, you need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to feel better. Let your body morning. rest and recuperate. Because you're usually too, like any of those, um, these are housed in other chakras too, but like if your adrenal glands are shot and you have adrenal fatigue, your body needs food, rest, and just like think the basics. Like what did our ancestors have? They were close to the earth. They got outside. They got yeah. sunlight. Um, they, they were slowing down because they were hunters and gatherers. Yeah. Um, they weren't go, go, go. So it's like kind of returning back to mother earth, returning back to our roots. I do feel like anytime I'm feeling off, if I go outside, shifts everything. It does. It just brings you, brings you back. Well, and oftentimes you hear people who are very anxious that are like, I feel my best by the beach. You know why? Because you walk barefoot on the sand, you're near water. That sand has minerals that you're absorbing. You're physically grounding. Yeah. And so here, I mean, we're in Las Vegas. There's no beach, but you can go barefoot on grass. Yes. Um, you can even just sit, like, in the dirt on the rocks if yeah, you need to. that also works. And you can take a salt bath, mineral bath. Best, yeah, Epsom salts. We reference that a lot because it works. Yeah. Your body needs the magnesium that comes from the salt. So when you sit in that, it calms your nervous system down. And it calms your adrenal fatigue and all of that. So, so Yeah. And I feel like at nighttime, a lot of times we're doing like coping mechanisms that are actually not, back. <laughs> yeah, not helping us. So just being aware of that. I mean, I'm like I said, I definitely do it too, but it's just watching how often you're doing it or like maybe taking a week where you're like, you know what, I'm going to stop watching TV at nine and I'm not going to have wine or a drink and yeah. just seeing how you feel. Or maybe, yeah, I'm going to go outside for 20 minutes before I have that first glass of wine. Yeah. I love that. Give yourself a little reward for doing your energy work. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> doing your balancing. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are some things to work on your root. Uh, to make you aware of your root chakra, let's do some journaling prompts. Okay. Um, Why don't we take note of those things that were listed, so low body pain. Do you have any root chakra issues that you can identify just through body symptoms? Yeah. Any physical symptoms that are coming up or that spoke to you when we yeah, talked so about this? Yeah. So physical and then emotional. Do you have anxiety? Do you have control issues? 
Do you have any OCD or things like that? Um, do you, are you prone to jealousy? <laughs> Those type of things. Cause a lot of times it takes being brutally honest with yourself about your personality or what you might call your personality. Yes. To see like, oh, this is why I'm running against this or this is why mm-hmm. I have this. And right. you keep hitting the same lesson over and over. Yeah. So take a, account of those things. And then how can I be mindful and slow down during the week to keep my root in balance? I love that. And then we encourage you to just tell yourself, I am grounded. Yeah. Mantras. Yes. yes. I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> so your mantra for root. Anytime you're anxious, anytime you're having any of those symptoms we described, I am grounded. I am grounded. Say it as many times as you need. Kristen, good. That was amazing. <laughs> well, you know, that's why there's two of us. <laughs> <laughs> one to talk about ourselves and one to keep us on task. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, um... This Thanks is, for listening to the root chakra, and next week tune in for, for the sacral, sacral chakra. <laughs> yes, we're gonna go seven week series. Um, write us in the comments and let us know what you think about root chakra. Or if you have any questions, yeah, anything we missed or that you're like, is this root chakra or is it something else? We'd love to let you know. Yeah. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.